So this was a really important podcast. I know all my podcasts are important, but this is something that we all need to hear. We all need to listen. The importance of actually communicating to the client that they're doing too much, they need to cut back their load, and getting to an uncomfortable conversation early so you can recognize what's going on and really become a leader for your client. So on this episode, I really got a great question um, from someone that just took one of my recent seminars about how to properly explain to a client that's being very emotional, feeling like if they don't get to continue to work out, they're not able to do the things they want to do, that they're going to be depressed. It's going to cause a lot of issues. So in this episode, I give you some tactics, let you know what's really going on with the client, what you can do, and really put you on the right path to communicating effectively, educating your client effectively so they can get optimal results. I hope you enjoy the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Soft Tissue Revolution podcast, where we teach massage therapists how to make well over $100,000 per year, all by working less than 20 hours per week by learning to work smarter, not harder. Dr. Matt Maggio here. Thank you so much for stopping by and checking out the podcast. As I always say, I'm very grateful for all the downloads we get, people that reach out, people that are joining the soft tissue revolution and just giving me their time and their effort and their focus. It helps me continue to be motivated to go in and make these podcasts and help you make content and everything like that. Cause like I said, I'm out in the real world too. I still run a clinic. I'm still doing the things I need to do. I hate when you learn from people and they're, they're not in it, they're not learning. And then they give all this advice. They don't have a fucking clue about what's going on. There's my mini rant. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, I, as I said in the intro, this might be one of the most important podcasts I've ever made. I know that sounds a little grandiose and it's like, okay, Mr. Narcissist. No, for real, this might be one of the most po important podcasts I've ever made because it's a topic that people don't want to address. It's a topic that people are uncomfortable with and it's something that can make or break the treatment process for your client, make or break how well they do, your own sanity, your own clarity, and really helping people get a, a resolution for their injury instead of having to just continue to hop around and try more and more shit that doesn't work. Because by the time somebody comes for you and they come to your office, you should be able to provide that solution. So I got a good question for the Q&A. It was from someone who just took uh, my live seminar in Phoenix a couple weeks ago. Um, just on a side note, we're getting ready to announce the 2022 schedule. I'm going to have a post about that coming up in the next couple of weeks, but it looks like I'm going to be in Florida, Iowa, and Phoenix. And then I'm going to do some real in-depth in-person ones in my clinic in Iowa as well. Get all the dates on that. I am going to cap those courses at around eight people just for quality control and all that good shit. So be sure to get on there. They're all approved for CU courses and all that stuff as well. But the question I got was... I tried the peak method for the first time yesterday and it well damn took me near an hour to do it. It was their first time doing it. But after I felt confident in getting to a 30 minute treatment test and treatment style, um, I have this client, they lift about four to five days a week. Uh, they're a former massage therapist. Um, I told them they, they may need to hold off from lifting and this person almost burst into tears and said that would cause her severe depression. Yeah, these are, these are tough ones. Um, and what I want to do on this podcast is just kind of take you through this, what's going on from an emotional level, give you some strategies and tactics to handle this because at the end of the day, you have to handle these situations because there's a lot of issues that can come from it. 
So just injuries 101, you know, wait, what makes an injury? Uh, basically, you have load. Load is what you do. Capacity is what your, your body can take. When load uh, exceeds capacity, that's when you have an injury. Sometimes that load exceeds capacity like right away in an accident, like you got hit by a car or you fell out of a tree or out of a building. Not as common. Um, I don't like to work with a lot of clients that have a lot of trauma like associated with their injury because a lot of times there's just things that are going to be too damaged. We're not going to be able to fix. But the other one is where your load is slightly more than your capacity. This is the repetitive overuse, overstrain type of injury. So over time, they get injured because their load is more than their capacity. Think of it as like a teeter-totter where one side is loaded, one's capacity. They need to be even with each other. When that load exceeds capacity, they're injured. So what we're doing as the practitioner is we're increasing their capacity so they can take on more load. Very simple. So what happens in many situations is if we're fixing the capacity, but they're doing more load, they're never going to get fucking better. And that's the problem that we run into. And there's four types of um, problems um, associated. I go through like seven problems in the musculoskeletal system, but there's four like basic topics when you're looking at an injury. Um, one of those is just tissue. That's like my soft tissue type of stuff. So that could be in the muscle and the ligament in the tendon. The other one's structural. That could be your bone, your cartilage, your disc, um, things like that. The other one is just metabolic. Like, are they unhealthy? Do they not take care of themselves? Do they have a shit diet? Do they smoke? Do they drink? Do they not work out and all that kind of stuff? And the last one is just that, uh, I call it psychosocial. Um, this is really key. Like, what is this doing to their body? Like this, this, in this situation here, when the person's like, if I can't work out, I'm going to be in severe depression. That's a big issue. That's going to be something where it's going to cause you some issues. It's going to cause you just to be frustrated with that client trying to get through that and recognizing what combination of each one of these really helps. So I teach these in my webinar. So, you know, go in and I'll talk about those a little bit later. Recognizing like where the problem's coming from. Is it structural? Is it tissue? Is it metabolic? Is it psychosocial? Because in all honesty, with this question, it's a former massage therapist that has to work out four to five days a week. Their body's fucked up. That's why they're a former massage therapist. Like, I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm just being honest. Like, people are unwilling to be realistic. And when they're using exercise as their coping mechanism, we've accepted exercises like the accepted addiction. It's like, we know someone's blowing lines of coke and drinking and, and doing drugs that it's bad. But what happens is when people are using exercise in a destructive manner, they're not able to heal. It's fucking up their body. We're like, well, it's healthy. I'm doing it. It's like, that's one of the worst addictions that you can have. And it's really fucking people's bodies up. So the missing link in the treatment process, and I see this all the time with people that I coach and I train, it's not the treatment. It's the communication and education. Like you're not educating the clients about what's going on, what to do, how it's going to lay out and how the process is going to go. And then you just get stuck there, but nobody wants to do communication and they don't want to do education because it's fucking boring. I get it. Boring. It is boring, but you know what? Boring is what makes you rich. Boring is what gives you success. And really focusing on the communication side of the treatment is going to help you have a much better outcome. So you don't have to deal with these problems down the road. So clients from a client standpoint, here's what people do in this society. They come in and go, here's the fire that I started. Now you put it out. 
whenever it comes to their injury, or they say, Hey, I know I got to go up this mountain, but I want you to carry me up this mountain. And what I say is there's no fucking way that I'm carrying your ass up the mountain. I'll help you up the mountain. But what happens with people when they're injured and in pain, they want to come in and get rid of all their control and they want you to do all the work and they don't want to do anything else on the side. And then when shit doesn't go right, they want to blame you instead of being like what I did. So our job is to be a facilitator and a helper. Our job is not to be the main catalyst of that. We have to continue to focus on what we can do, but helping educate them and communicating with them um, effectively. Because at the end of the day, there's two emotions. Either people are logical or they're emotional. Um, As practitioners, we tend to be more logical. We're like, yeah, your your shit's fucked up. Like, let it chill out from there. But what happens is most of our clients are being emotional, especially with this question here. They're like, if I don't work out, I'm going to be clinically depressed. Like, there's some shit going on there. Like, if that's really the case and if you don't work out, you're going to go fucking depressed and lose your shit. There's some deep-rooted stuff in there. And sometimes you just don't want to take on these these clients because it's going to be a fucking nightmare because they have issues that are manifesting in other things. Yeah, they might have tissue problems and things that you can fix. But if they're fucking in this type of mindset, like you got to recognize it early because these are going to be the people that are going to have big problems down the road. They're being very, very emotional. So I always say there's two types of practitioners. Um, There's the ones that tell you what you want to hear and the ones that tell you what you need to hear. Unfortunately, in this world, there's way more that tell you what you want to hear instead of what you need to hear. My big thing is the sooner we get to an uncomfortable conversation, the better it goes the end of the day like people come to you for a reason you have a unique set of skills you're solving a problem they want you to be a leader they don't need you to be your their fucking friend or anything like that they want you to fix their problem but they need to be told what to do think of the skill sets and the knowledge that you have and these people are coming to you and they're really testing you to see where you're at and that's going to cause issues so you have to find a way to get them to manage the load in between the visit i'm tired of seeing these fuckheads on instagram and YouTube and all that. I'm like, just keep moving throughout the entire process. Keep doing what you want to do. Yes, movement is very important, but it's like, hey, maybe go for a walk. Uh, Maybe do some light restorative yoga. Don't just fucking crush your body because it's not going to get any better. So I like to use analogies and I like to keep it simple, um, especially with clients, because it really helps people when they're being emotional. It helps you kind of, I call it like squash their frame or crush their frame with some logic. Because the only way when someone's being emotional is eventually to show them some logic. And I like to use two analogies. One is I use a diabetes analogy, especially for the client that's like, oh, I just want to continue doing all the shit that I've done that got me injured at this point. And you magically fix it. I say, you know what? It's kind of like I'm treating you for diabetes. You do really good in the office. And then as soon as you leave, you go out and fucking snort or drink down a gallon of sugar, it's not going to get any better. And that's what's happening. It helps them become a little more logical in what they do. Because what happens is they're they're thinking short-sighted, you're thinking long, long-term. long It's like, how the fuck am I going to fix your injury if you're not doing anything like that? When you give that diabetes analogy, it does help. That usually gets about 60 to 70% of the people. Um, but sometimes when they're really emotional and they're really tied into like their whole identity is working out and what they do, you got to take it a little bit further. So this is where I'll just have that conversation of like, well, I have to run this marathon this year. And I'd be like, uh, let's call her Mary. I'll be like, Mary, I, I, I totally hear what you're saying. And, and it seems is running marathons really important to you. And they're like, yeah, it's my whole life. It, it, it means so much to me. And then go, I totally understand. But with what you have and what's going on, you're going down a path where 
you're not going to be able to do anything. So in order to keep running marathons, what I need you to do is skip this one and allow this treatment to take effect and manage your load so that we can continue to be healthy the rest of our lives. Like at the end of the day, excuse me, the end of the day, you have to be an advocate for your client's future health, despite where they're at, because people are very short sighted. Like when they're in their twenties, thirties and forties, they don't, they don't think about how it's going to be when they're 70 and 80, go talk to a 70, 80 year old. And they're like, that are having, you know, hip replacements, spinal surgeries, all sorts of stuff. And ask them if all that shit they did in their twenties and thirties was worth it. It wasn't, it really wasn't. You can sit there and be like, Oh yeah, it'll be fine. Wait till you get to that point. And your job is to help them understand there are long-term consequences to what they're doing. And you have to be a leader. You have to effectively communicate to them what's going on, what they need to do, how you're going to help and how they have to participate. Don't let the client come in and just be like, here we go. This is what I got. So what can you do? Uh, Number one, identify all the issues. Get to a tissue-specific problem list. Don't just get in there and be like, shit's tight and I'm going to start uh, working on it. Really start to think critically about what's going on. I have a lot of webinars and free training in that about the right questions to ask, breaking it down so you can really get an idea of what's going on because how in the fuck can you fix a problem if you don't know what it is in the first place? Uh, That's in all my free training. Um, Number two is be a leader. Be a leader to your client. You don't don't worry about being their friend. You know, so many people get stuck in that service-based model, you know, especially when you're first starting out, you kind of kiss people's asses, you're nice to them, all that. And then when you do have to be the bad guy, you've kind of lost that frame a little bit. Be a leader first, be that practitioner that tells them what they need to hear because everyone else is blowing smoke up their ass and they're doing the wrong things because they're afraid to just have that uncomfortable conversation. It's so relieving when you actually just sit down, tell somebody what's going on, what, what they need to do, because nobody's doing that. And then these people aren't getting any better. And we wonder why we're in a pain pill epidemic. <sighs> Number three, be definitive in what you say. You know, none of that like vague bullshit of like, oh, you, you should cut down. I, I would like you to It'd be like, this is what I need you to do. Be definitive with your prescription, with your treatment doses, what's going on. Be like, I need to see you twice a week for the next four weeks to get started at chipping away at this bad tissue. In between, I need you to do this. I need you to not do this. Be definitive. Be wish don't be wishy-washy with people. And lastly, don't negotiate with clients. Like we do this all the time where they're like, it's like, hey, say you did an evaluation, you know exactly what's going on. They got some cartilage damage, they got a bunch of scar tissue around their hip, and they still want to run 20 miles a week. And you're like, well, let's try to run. They're like, but I want to do this. And I'm like, fuck that. Like This is what you need. And honestly, if they're not going to participate, they're not going to follow what you do. You have to tell these people kindly to go fuck off. We do a code of conduct in all our clinics where people have to agree to activity levels, show up on time, be held accountable. Because at the end of the day, why would you waste your time? Why would you waste their money if they're not going to do what you say? And then you're just going to end up having that problem on the back end. Take care of it early. Be definitive. Be a leader. Invest in actually learning what the fuck is going on with the client so you can go in there and fix them. (sighs) Yeah. Communication is key. Being a leader. Knowing what's going on. And don't do that wishy-washy shit. And honestly, if you're recognizing somebody that might be a psychological issue, address it early because it's going to be a bigger fucking problem down the road. Those are going to be the people that come in after the first treatment, like, oh my God, I'm amazing. And then the next one, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm 10 times worse, all that. Like, that, that ain't worth that. Like, it really isn't worth dealing with that up and down emotional shit. I got my own issues. I don't want to deal with all that stuff too. So recognizing what's going on, creating a plan and going there. So that's all I got. Um, I'm going to have the seminar stuff coming up uh, next couple of weeks. Uh, go grab the free training. 
make sure you're following me on the social medias. I'm very active on Instagram and LinkedIn, and I'm putting up some weekly content on my YouTube channel. So be sure to subscribe there and put some effort into educating your client about what's going on and have the communication part dialed in because if it's not, this is why they're not getting the results and you got to invest in that time. So appreciate you guys. I'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want help on the path to being able to double your income, all while working 50% less and being taken seriously as a healthcare provider, I have some great resources for you. Number one, get access to our free training modules and introduction to my system, The Peak Method. Number two, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Soft Tissue Revolution. Links to all of this can be found in the show notes. Lastly, if you like the show, please leave us a five-star review and share it with others that you know it could help.